Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Okay, so let's keep going here. So I've done one, two, one, three, one, four. I created the sequence. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do two, three, two, four, create a sequence out of that. And then ultimately three, four. Okay, make sense? So now what we're going to do is we're going to move on and start doing some other things. The next thing that I do is once I've done all those fingers together like that, I might do something where I just start using three fingers, okay? So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to choose a group of three, and this will look a lot like diatonic if you've been practicing your scales at all. So what I'm doing now is I'm going to do this. I'm going to use one, two, and four, okay? And I'm going to do one, two, and one, four. Now that becomes more of a realistic thing that I would do if I was actually playing, okay? So I'm doing just one, two, and one, four. So I'm going one, two, one, four, one, two, one, four. Okay, just over and over and over. Just And again, the other thing that's nice about this too is just getting the, um, the pattern that you're looking for to start dialing in. Now, this is a whole other conversation, but sometimes when you start working on a new pattern on the guitar or a sequence, whatever you want to call it, you have to kind of step away a little bit and try and learn to feel the motion of that guitar pattern that you're trying to figure out, right? So as I do... Hey, DP. See? And then I might start doing the same thing with one, three, and four. That way what I'm doing is I'm trying to focus on, th th these are realistic things that I would be using in my playing, right? So another thing that I can do once I've developed this one, two, one, four, or one, three, one, four, is just start doing what I call round robin, where I just simply play up. So I'm using one, two, four, two, one. That's all I'm doing. Oh, it sounds like Speed Racer to me. Why is it so hard to use the pinky? Um, because you have to develop it. That's the whole thing is, is the pinky, especially this finger combination, three and four, the tendons are a little bit different in this than they are in the rest of your hand. And so... It takes a lot more strength. Obviously, your pinky is very weak compared to your other fingers, and it takes a lot of time to develop that. Um, but then the other thing is the development of these two fingers together. Now, right now, I'm, I'm just going one, two, four, two, one. Hey, Ganesh. You see that? All right, so the next thing I'm going to do is the same idea with one, three, and four. Okay. 
And if you really have a hard time with the pinky, remember doing these exercises. Do one four. Do two four. And do three four. Do a lot of things to develop that. But again, these things take time. I mean, developing, you know, strength and dexterity and all that stuff in your fingers takes time. So hopefully that makes sense. Hey, Tashi, thank you for joining us. All right, so if that makes sense, I've, I've done my one, two, one, three, one, four, and then a series with that, two, three, two, four, and a series with that, and then three, four, which there's really no series for. Then what I did was I moved into doing one, two, and four, and one, three, and four. And I did that two different ways, right? If that makes sense to you, I went one, two, four, like this, and this. And one, three, and four, same thing. Now, again, that already might be too much for you. I'm not trying to give you a, an encyclopedia of 100 things to do. I'm just telling you this is what I do when I grab the guitar. That just A natural thing is just to start with groups of two, and then I move to groups of three, which is what I'm doing right now. Okay. Now, for me, one of the most important things to do next is to make the transition to doing some patterns that I use in my guitar playing. Okay, so one of the most important things for me to do next is to take the one, two, four, or the one, three, four, which are definitely things that I use in my playing, and start connecting them to another string. Okay, so again, remember, generally I'm not sitting around with an amp at this point, so I'm just, I'm just playing with my electric and can barely hear myself, but I can feel myself playing, right? So as I do this, the next thing... I would start doing is I would start doing one, two, four, or one, three, four, but I would connect to the first finger of the first string. Now, the reason is because I'm on the second string, so I'm just going to the first string. If you were on the third string, you'd connect to the second string, or if you were on the fourth string, you'd connect. It doesn't matter. It's, again, I'm just going... Now... I'm not picking, although if I was trying to play this actually, you know, in, in a song or something, I might actually pick the first one of each sequence. Every time I move to a new string, I would maybe pick to get that string vibrating. You see? I hope you're enjoying this episode so far and you're getting motivated to take your guitar playing to the next level. Please do me a favor and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help the show grow and reach more rock stars like you who want to improve their guitar playing. Also, I'd love to know what parts of the episode you liked as well as what you learned. So please share this podcast and tag us at guitarzoom.com on your social post. And now, let's get back to the podcast. But right now, because I, again, I'm, I'm practicing for the most part without an app when I do this, I'm not really concerned with that. It's more just the, the motion of playing... So that's one, three, and four. Or I could do one, two, and four. Frank, you're not late. I just never know when I'm going to start. So you're not late, Frank, and you can always watch it later. Hey, Bill, thank you so much. Right, just anything like that. But what I'm doing is I'm taking the one, two, four, or the one, three, four, and I'm connecting it to a, another string, okay? Now, for those of you that know, hey, Domingo, now for those of you that know about spread fingerings, which are really important, what I would do is I would take the one, two, four, and instead of playing um, five, six, and eight for frets, 
I would play five, seven, and, eight, uh, and nine like this. Now, some people like to use their third finger, so they play five, seven, and nine with their third finger. I'm playing five, seven, and nine with my middle finger, but either way is perfectly fine, doesn't matter, okay? And I would start doing the exact same thing. Using those fingers, okay? So again, I'm not trying to make this complex. If you just think about it, all I'm doing is I just started off doing groups of two, and now I've moved into doing groups of three. I did groups of three on one string, and all I'm doing right now is I'm just trying to make a connection to the first string. Hey, hey Scott, how you doing, buddy? So I'm just connecting from the, the second string at this point to the first string, just to give me a, a legitimate sequence that I would maybe use in my regular playing, you see? So as I play, okay? So if you're with me so far, I'm just about done. I don't want to overload you with anything. The next thing I would do is I would just start doing another what I call round robin, where let's say I'm doing one, two, four, right? That's what I was doing was the one, two, four stuff. I would just, and I, 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 maybe I just did one, two, four. My speed racer thing. And then I started connecting to the first string. Okay, the next thing I would do is I would do this round robin where I'm just gonna do one, two, four on both strings. So I'm literally just going, just one, two, four all the way up and then all the way back. And I'm just doing legato the whole time. Yep, uh, are those double single quote? They are, yep, that's what they are. This is a, a little 59, and this is a, a, a duck bucker, if you know what that is. See, I'm just going around in a circle. I'm just going all the way up, all the way down, all the way up. And then I would do the same thing with one, three, four, literally like this. Now, here's the deal. If I started doing that one, three, four, and I was really struggling with that, that might tell me, hold on, and go back to just doing one, three, four, or just separating those. Or maybe just three and four, right? That's what I have to be cognizant of as, as I'm practicing these, is if I start running into a problem with something, do I need to simplify? Do I need to move backward and find something a little bit easier to develop this bigger pattern that I'm trying to create, okay? So that's something that you really have to think about as you do this, okay? See how I'm, I'm just right there, what I'm doing, and again, I'm not trying to overly play fast. I just don't wanna waste your time, and this is how I would practice, okay? I'm just doing some different things. I'm doing a round robin that I'm just doing the connection to the first string. I'm just doing different things like that because those are the patterns that I've done for so many years when I sit around and I, I practice this. So this to me is a prep. This is a warm up for me before I get going with my day of, of playing guitar, whatever that's going to be. I sit and I just practice these things over and over and over and that's what I want you to be thinking about. Okay, I wanna see if I've got really anything else I think that's probably enough right now for you to work with, although there's many other things like this that you could, you could keep going with. Um, 
It's legato, not elgato. It's legato. Legato means you're not picking anything. Everything's done with hammer-ons and pull-offs. Accidental pull-offs while playing leads. Well, the, the thing about... Tashi asked, how do you get rid of accidental pull-offs? Well, I'm not sure if you mean accidental pull-off in that you're getting a, a sound that you don't want, but the trick is whenever you're soloing, whenever you're playing, is to keep all the other strings quiet as you're doing whatever it is you're... You know, it, it, whether you're picking or legato or anything... You know, whatever it is you're trying to do is trying to control all those strings. So whatever you're not playing at that point in time you try and control those strings so they don't make noise. You see? That's, and that takes time to, to learn how to kind of control those. You know, it's not like I'm always perfect at it either. It just, it takes time. So these are all different things that I practice. So anyway, hopefully that helps you a little bit in some ideas of legato. Next week, we're going to be talking about picking. And again, things that I do just to warm up my picking. Okay. Uh, so remember, if you want some really great training, do me a favor, head over to guitarzoom.com, sign up for, for the premium membership, which gives you access to over 40 step-by-step -step guitar courses that I've created that I am absolutely confident are going to help you. So that's over at guitarzoom.com. And uh, otherwise, have a wonderful day, have a great week, and I will see you again next Monday for the next motivation. Please like and share and let people know about this. The more people that show up, the more I can keep doing this stuff, all right? So take care, stay positive. If you enjoyed today's podcast and want to learn guitar even faster, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button to get access to courses that are right for your interest and skill level. Again, go to guitarzoom.com and click the Get Started button. 